When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, everybody, to the Shuttle Drive. I've got Matt Wyland here. We're going to do our part two, as promised, of our Half Slice review. And we're also going to cover a little bit of our paddling trips over the past few weekends. We've traveled around a little bit. We might have put a few miles in there. But, um, yeah, Matt, how's it going, buddy? Nice to have you back on here. Yeah, man, glad to be back. Um, done a lot of stuff for the past months. It's been crazy months. Oh, yeah. Exciting months. Yeah, we got the um, New York, and actually, I have me a um, Paradox Brewing that I've been holding off for this episode. You know how hard it's been not to drink this? It's just been sitting in my refrigerator this whole time. So now, podcast is on, so I got to drink it. I have a Terrapin, because you drank my last um, Horse Warrior or whatever it was I got from New York. Oh, damn. I didn't know that was your last one. I would, <laughs> And it was good. Hey, I can tell you, that Horse Warrior was good, dude. Yeah, we stopped at some convenience store, and luckily it was like the gold mine of uh, New York local craft beers. They had like literally every craft beer you could buy, I think, in New York. Yeah, so for everyone listening, what we did on our way back from the Eagle and Moshire section of the Beaver, there's a little market. I don't remember the town, but it's on the way back to Watertown, and they have a beer cooler, so we picked up some good local brew. Uh, he's right. It was kind of like a little, little gold mine of uh, local. I didn't, I was starting to think that there was no brews in New York, right? As many stories. I thought the same. I thought the same. They aren't cheap though. If you go there, uh, expect to pay at least 20 bucks for a four pack. I think this was a four pack and it was almost 17. I think this was like 1499 maybe for a four pack. <laughs> and I'm like, ouch, <laughs> that stung a lot. They are the bigger ones. They are the bigger they are, ones. They are, they are. So, all right, people. Yeah, people are probably like, "All right, enough about beers, bro." Uh, <laughs> yeah, man. So, so for everybody listening, we took a trip to New York. It was Matt's first kind of ride up to New York for the Beaver Fest. For everyone that hasn't done the Beaver Fest, um, what'd you think about that, Matt? How'd you? How'd you? Uh, that was your first trip up. I know what my opinions are. That was like my fourth. But um, what'd you think of New York? Uh, tell them what rivers we did. So yeah, I mean it's a it's a longer drive, yes. From even from my house, Wade met me at my house. It was like nine and a half, almost ten hours. We drove straight through the night, but it's definitely worth it if you hit all the rivers. So we we did the Blackwood on Friday, and then the Beaver. What are we doing Saturday? Shoot, it's been so long. No, the Raquette on Raquette uh, on Saturday. Saturday, the Beaver on Sunday, and then drove back Sunday night. Yeah. So we did both sections of the Beaver. Yeah, it was an awesome trip, man. It was great. And it's straight up 81, so, like, the drive isn't bad necessarily. It's just long. And for everyone listening, if they want to go to either mine or his channel, we both have uploaded kind of our uh, trips out there. You know, the Rackat. Matt did the black. I didn't get enough footage on the black. You know, you guys need to just go check out his black video just to watch him surf the knife's edge. Uh, that rapid's uh, kind of stout. And he uh he had a little surf going across it. Well, yeah, we didn't skirt the left side of it, so. No, no, you know we went right for the meat of everything. 
<laughs> there was no skirt in the side. And we both took the codes. So how did you think the, the dagger code up there? What did you think of it on that New York Manx stuff? By the way, the New York rivers are very uh, racket, beaver, very um, manky style, southeast style. But the, the black is more, I don't know, I guess I'd be kind of nullichuckyish in a way with less rapids. It only has like four be, rapids yeah, on it. I mean, it would be high volume if it was that normal water, but it's make like like the rocks are sharp as crap. Remember down at the bottom, like yes. I mean, if you were swimming, I would not want to be swimming in the Black River. A uh, lot of little crevices and potholes and really sharp rocks and stuff like that. It could hurt you. It could cut you up pretty bad, couldn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, it was almost like like roadside blast. Almost like if they blasted out a channel for there. So it was like very interesting, like geography the way the rocks were unlike the southeast or west virginia or somewhere where it's like a lot of slick rocks boofing off of them i would go to boof and it would just it'd be like sandpaper and i'd just like fall off the edge yeah i could actually jump from rock to rock on the raquette side where like you know my um flub video of me sliding down the green at the bottom oh yeah yeah the (laughs) the dancing legs yeah the ass buster yeah for anyone that hasn't seen that that's a pretty good one too Yeah, so we did the uh, we did the beaver trip, came back, but then immediately after that, we did the golly right like a week later or two weeks later. Wasn't it the, the following week was the first yeah, golly? The following, following week, man, we've been we've been hitting it up there for sure. And um, we actually um, we got our hands on a couple of new full slices. You know, I know we're not supposed to put out media on them, but technically this is a podcast. This isn't media. So we could talk a little bit about the the Nova and Supernova. And for I have have a video out of the Supernova, the the new Dagger Kayaks full slice. And Matt got a chance to paddle the Nova, which is the the shorter version, the smaller version of the, the full slice dagger. And I'm going to go ahead and tell you that I think I won't go into a lot of details about it. Dagger wants to kind of like they don't like it when people paddle their boats and then we put out tons of media. I get it. I put out a video, but I had permission. They told me I could do that one. <laughs> so so that one's in the past. But um, I'm liking the direction of that boat. I think I think it, it's good for Dagger. Good to show that Dagger's still active. A lot of people like, oh, Dagger's not, you know, Pelican bought Dagger. They're not going to get out of Whitewater and all this. You guys know who, who you are, you know, that's like posting on Facebook. Oh, Dagger, now that Pelican has them, they're not going to be making Whitewater. Well, look at them. They just dropped three codes, and they currently are working on two full slices, which is awesome from a company like that. Don't you think so? Yeah, and uh, all their designs lately have been super good. And I don't know how much we can talk about the Nova and Supernova, but all I can say is it's the bomb on a wave for sure. And it, the code the code was a home run in my opinion. I didn't get to explain. Uh, sorry, back to the code on the on the New York Rivers. It did great. Um, my only negative, and I just did an update code video on my channel. The only kind of negative I see on the code was just hole punching, but I am a little big for the small code, so it just has something to do with it. But as far as going down any type of Mank River or Southeast style river, that boat that boat's awesome. On that yeah. on on that topic of hole punching, I did something. So I, I'm paddling with Matt. We both kind of experienced the same thing. So what I did, I moved my seat back on that code, which dropped it back more on that rocker and lifted that bow up a little more. And it's in a flatter planing surface. 
and then I paddled the next day, and that thing went beautiful through holes. It was like the code requires – I did a, a video where I compared the code and the Scorch. The Scorch is just amazing at hole punching, by the way. They own that. The Waka – you can back me up on the Waka boats. Waka and the Piranha Scorch, they, those things will blast over holes. But, yeah. but he's right. The, um, the code, it seemed like I moved the seat back, and then it got better. Have you moved your seat yet? I have. I mean, when I first borrowed that one I had from you, it was in the middle, um, and I felt like I was getting grabbed on the stern. So, I, But I'd only paddled it one time. I mean, I'm curious to see now that I'm used to the boat, if I moved it back, would it, what kind of response I would get now that I'm used to the boat. So I'm, I'll probably experiment with it and see what happens. Yeah. Well, right now you've got a, a Loki you need. A, you just dropped a yeah. video, Loki versus um, – Mixmaster, I don't know. You re you remade it three times. Maybe I did, I finally got a chance to watch it. <laughs> Apparently, the first one. What what happened with the first one? Uh, see, first one, no volume because I was experimenting with that new media pack, and I tried to put my new mic on there, so I had no volume. And then the second one, um, didn't re I had the boat for like two weeks now. Didn't realize the front was puffed up from foam. So then somebody called me out on that, which is fine. I'm uh, thankful for that guy. I think it was Leland. I uh, appreciate that. And then, so I took the foam out, foam out, put in the sun, and then just stepped on it, and it went back to natural state. So then I had to make the final video of the actual <laughs> boat. So, yeah, three, three YouTube runs there. Well, that's good. See, that's what shows, like, someone that wants to put out correct data because it would drive you crazy because I think I told you about it that I put out a video and then it was wrong. I deleted it off YouTube and re-edited it and re-uploaded it because it would drive me crazy that I put out data that or I put out something that was inaccurate for me. And if you, were, you knew it was inaccurate, so you went and changed it right away. Good for you, man. Yeah, thanks. Yeah probably lost like a hundred views or so but you know it means a lot to get the right thing out there yeah so if everyone hasn't seen that you know on the on the topic of full slice you know if you think about modern full slice now we have what the mix master the low key the home slice we can say the hellbender i'm gonna throw it in there but you know it's more of a wave specific boat than a full yeah. slice boat in my opinion I really think the two most popular ones, and people may argue with this a little bit, but, I mean, it's got to be the Mixmaster and Loki. For sure. Yeah, because the home slice is more of a bigger boat, so I wouldn't throw that in there as far as all of them together. No um, one under 175 paddles yeah. the home slice. <laughs> and the Hellbender has its own kind of niche, I guess you would say. Yeah, it's more of like a surfing. They geared it more towards surfing necessarily than – cartwheeling and all that well we did see one this weekend on the golly or last weekend right we did we one. did yeah yeah seen about a hundred full slice but i've seen one hellbender so all i can say is i can sit in the nova all day and eat pizza and oh for sure the most comfortable by far hang out you could like lounge in that thing i can and yeah the supernova and nova i can actually fit in both of them pretty damn good so yeah that's gonna be i think that's gonna be another home run for dagger which, I mean, you're right. Dagger's been putting out solid designs. When you look at the Phantom, the Rewind, the Code. Oh, yeah. And, sure. Forgot to mention the Rewind. I mean, gosh, we already talked about that last time. But, yeah, that's a home run, too. Yeah, for sure. Well, on Rewind, let's go ahead and um, get what this podcast is supposed to be about. And that's part two of our Half Slice Roundup. <laughs> and in this one, 
And this one, we've got the Ripper, which is our, uh, you know, an all-around favorite for all of us. The Party Brap, the Chili, and the Gladiator. Those are the four half slices that we've got left. We've already covered the Goat, the Steez, the Rewind, and the Antics, too. We cover those in podcast number one, so if you guys haven't seen that, go ahead and go back to that and check that out where we kind of broke down those. What we're going to do on this episode, we're going to finish out these podcast. We're going to finish out the half slice market, and we're going to actually tell out of all, like what is it, seven or eight of them, we'll tell our personal favorites out of all of them. Yeah, and I, I remember seeing some comments like, why don't you go back and do the Axiom and all that, and uh, the reason I guess we should tell our viewers that is that it's just goes into a hole you can go deeper and deeper and deeper and just man you we'll, we'll be uh we'll be talking about for the next 10 10 years <laughs> yeah we could go back and yeah we talked we had some comments like why don't you cover the axiom or the rpm or you know you whatever and it's like the pre on fly you know it could just it could just go on and on forever you're right there's so many like older school half slices. So what we're covering in this episode, we're only going to cover what's currently available today on the market. Now, obviously, there there are some cropped up boats, and I'll get I'll give like some honorable mentions because neither one of us have access to like the EXO Rexy, Party Rexy, the Prion Pike, the uh, Spade Joker, the Titan Nymph. There's several others out there that I know I know what people are going to say. Why don't you do the EXO Rexy? I'm like, well, we can't get the damn things outside of Italy, you know. I've been trying, but it, it's it's one of those things that we can do it, but if there's no dealers, it's like outside of your curious people, no one really cares, in my opinion. Like, I want to know. I want to watch it. If you did an EXO Rexy, I'd watch it. I did see one in New, New York because I know that they do have a dealer in Canada. So they do have distribution around Toronto, I think. So those are those New York guys that's coming down. Yeah, just an aside, people don't realize how hard it is sometimes to review boats. Like, I mean, personally for me, I have to go buy it. So I'm lo- for me, I'm losing like 200 bucks <laughs> at least every time. Ah, uh, you, you made it up. You, you're yeah, you're gonna make it up when you you sell that mix master, and I did see your um your rock star floating around this weekend. Oh yeah, Lily. Yeah, somebody shout bought out to that her. rock star. Yeah, shout out shout out to Stephen. He drove all the way from PA today to buy my mix master. It is a uh, really nice one though. He'll awesome, good job, Stephen. Man, he scored then because they're really hard to find, as you know. The that unicorn. is a very very good boat. Jackson did a good job on that boat. The unicorn of slice for now jackson will bring it back once the nova's dropped by the way oh yeah i'm already i'm smelling it hey i got a chance to paddle with the bee's knees this weekend i saw that i just watched it, just watched it. <laughs> so there was a guy that um yeah his name is john moore not the john moore that this is m-o-h-r-e or something uh so is shout out to john for letting me jump in the the antics. I, I liked the antics. It was good to get back in it. And then he had the the bee's knees. And if you guys haven't checked out my bee's knees video, go check that out. Because um, I didn't go like a full in-depth, like, Stephen Wright has a video on how to install them and all that. But I did try to cover them the best I could in, like, the little bit of time. They work. I think they work. Are they worth seventy nine ninety nine? I'm going to let the uh, the jury decide that. But For a glass of honey, like I said. 
I should give you a honeycomb. Pure you should, honeycomb. Hey, let me tell you, you should get an entire fucking beehive for that. I should have my own. I should become a beekeeper. <laughs> so I'm I'm a little bit familiar with honeybees. I would love beekeeping. to see. I would love to see that based on that uh, West Fork Tuck bit. Uh, situation with all the yellow jackets oh everybody. i actually i'm actually editing that video i'll have that video up because oh, i want I, to see that because i still want to see cj getting stung he took off running um but he didn't get stung it was oh. phantom no yeah he was just scared Darn. i took three right to the calf made yeah. my calves look swole after that they were already swole from walking that trail maybe you should do that before you paddle every time yeah that way you get like them peck it the calf implants <laughs> those guys with the calf implants i just get stung by yellow jackets and mine swells up well man right, we'll so go what, ahead what, yeah what boat are we doing first uh let's see let's go ahead and start with uh, what do you think you want to you just want to start right out of the gate with the ripper because I mean, we that's, both... the, that's the one I know most about, obviously. But here's what we covered last time. What we covered last time, we we talked about how it creaked, the speed, the safety, the comfort, kind of like the plastic durability, whatever, the price, the play. And when we say play, it's like stern squared ability, splatting, and surf. I think play is play, spinning, surfing, splatting. I mean, we can talk about surfing and we can talk about splatting, but it's still playability, in my opinion, how it plays. Uh, yeah, it all kind of falls in the same category. So, I mean, I've paddled the small and medium ripper. Uh -huh. of them. The small is obviously more playable for myself, um, but the ripper I really enjoy as a downriver. Can you see uh, it? Yeah, yeah, I can. That's a cool color, by hey, the way. Hey, okay, for everybody listening, um, I'm on Piranha's website. Check out this color. They they updated their colors. Does those not look good, dude? I like all three. Oh, the red looks really good. These colors look awesome. Hey, they by the way, that new Scorch X we might get might be in that red black. I'm loving right color. They're killing it. Look at that pink, that pink gray fade. I don't see names of these colors. That, I don't, that they green. Don't, I like that green a lot too. They have a like green. A, so like for a you, ghost. Looks like a ghostly green or something. I don't know. Is that not look good? <laughs> that looks good. So yeah. So I've got the uh, the ripper up on the screen. Can you see it there, Matt? I can. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So go ahead. What were you saying? Oh, uh, I was just saying. Uh, for me, the ripper really defines that whole like down river boat. Like it's it carves well. It's fast. It punches through holes because of the length of the boat. And it's just a great downriver boat for big water, in my opinion. And that's kind of where I would paddle it myself, at least. I don't know. What about you? I think for me, the the ripper, you know, I'm pulling up the specs here. And, there's, and he has the small, and he's also paddled the medium. So it's like I paddled the medium. I've not paddled the large. I have paddled the small, but just kind of briefly. I think I jump in Jeremy Nash's small when he first had it out. Yeah, man, I, the Ripper, to me, does everything really good. Like the Rewind, it's the only boat that kind of like, kind of gives the Rewind a a run for its money. It's like, the what I had found, like you said, it, it does really well with volume around it. I'm not the biggest fan when it's on creaky type stuff, like lower volume creek stuff, because it does have a hard edge, and it does, it has this like this progressive rocker that kind of runs 
Okay, and for everybody listening out there, what I'm doing, I'm circling around the front of the bow. It doesn't have like a steep rocker that pulls up. It's like a slow, progressive rocker if you can look at it there. It's just not like a very rockered boat. How it gets its rocker is you load that tail really hard, and it lifts that bow up when you lift, when you load that tail. This is a true, to my, in my opinion, it's more like a true, like, older school half slice, really. Wouldn't you think so? Exactly, yeah. It's got that, like, real flat stern, not really a lot of cup to it. Kind of just goes back. A, it's got a slight peak on the bow, but this was one of the fastest, if not the fastest, half slice I've ever paddled. Speed-wise, it's smoking fast. You could easily win a race in this thing. I agree. It's one of the fastest. I've heard the chili is faster, but I have not paddled a chili. We'll, we'll so. get on the chili next right. because I, I got some opinions of that one too. But um, one uh, one of the drawbacks, obviously, to the Ripper, that this is no secret, the outfitting could use some work. I'm not a big fan of their hip pads. They're the wraparound-style hip pads. They move up and down. They, I never feel like I can get them foamed out good enough. I actually took the hip pads out and made my own and put foam in there in my yeah, personal yours was, one. Yours is great. Because um, I couldn't stand when I would move, the, the hip pads would move up and down with me. The back band, because they run it through that seat, it never really gets tight enough. Like it never, for me anyway, it just, but it all works. It's like, I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, it sucks. It doesn't work. It works and it works pretty good. It, I just think they could use some improvement. Would you not right, agree? Uh, the back, yeah, the back band for me, that's the worst thing about the the new front outfitting. Those new back bands, they just feel like cardboard and maybe the way that you're talking about they, that they line them or whatnot, but like, uh, can't stand those back bands. I was actually looking at that, the Loki today, the, old connect 30 back band that mm -hmm. thing they feels, use that thing feels 10 times more supportive than the, the new back bands they use. you know why because they put a ring that comes out of the side right. did you see it yeah I did. but but what they did they had problems with that ring breaking and hanging people up tearing shorts so they they trashed that ring it used to for everybody i can't i can't find a picture of it i'm looking on their site so what matt has is the stout one outfitting and i had that in an old 9r um yeah just the original 9r when i paddled it had the original stout outfitting not the stout too i'm looking on their website yeah i can see it but it doesn't show the um how the back band attaches but what it is it's a ring that comes out and the back band goes through it and it lifts the back band up and it lets it come in tighter on you and that's why it worked a little better but they had problems with that ring breaking a lot which was now, now on the small ripper the the thigh hooks are enough by themselves but when i got in the medium I, I, the the um hookers the actual hookers that you have to add on they were like a pretty much a must in a medium for me yeah i put the um the the thigh hookers and nothing like some piranha hookers to come through and save the day because once those hookers Kind of like I made a video on the thigh hooks for anyone that hasn't seen it. You can go check out. Just type in, you know, piranha thigh hookers on YouTube and it'll pull up. But what it is, it's two pieces of um, plastic that just go on the thigh braces and you can pull down and it adds a little more grip on it. And it worked awesome. Those things really worked no, really they well. They do. They do. They, they add a lot to the boat for sure. If you're one of those people who – likes piranha boats and just don't feel like their thighs are engaged just get a set of hookers that 
it changes the game for sure. They're to me, they're kind of mandatory on all the piranha boats, in my opinion. Yeah, I just I like a really hard, aggressive thigh hook. I'd much rather be too tight in my thigh hooks than not tight enough. And I didn't. I don't think. And they actually added inserts, so it's an easy. It's an easy fit, don't you think? Oh, it's yeah, like, yeah. It's like two screws. Yeah, it takes like ten minutes tops to do both sides. It's not bad at all. Yeah. So. We'll go ahead and rate it here. I'm going to, you, you want to, on the Ripper, how did I rate this? So, on the Ripper, I had River Running on the Ripper a 10. That River say, Running, I'm saying like Eddie catching, flowy top runs, you know what I'm talking Say upper yacht stuff. Yeah, I would say 9.5 to 10 easily, yeah. For sure, For sure. yeah. I could see that. Creaking, I gave it an 8.5 for Creaking. I'm gonna have to go a little lower. I would say a seven. Yeah, I, I would agree I guess, with that. Maybe, maybe because I'm spat on the small and it's literally only 23 inches wide. So, <laughs> and I know, I know you guys are probably gonna be hating and looking. You know, you got guys like you know Jeremy Nash and Mike Faro and those guys. They're out there shredding it up, running really stout stuff. Levi running stout stuff in the Ripper. But I'm just telling you that you better have a very quick initiation on lifting that bow up and and how to utilize that tail to gain rocker because we're comparing it to you compare it to like a goat or rewind and creaking they're going to smoke it yeah i mean that's kind of what i'm comparing it to it's not that the ripper's terrible by any means and also i'm not a professional paddler i'm not out every day i'm, I'm paddling but you know how to paddle yeah i know how to paddle but i'm paddling <laughs> on the weekends it makes a huge difference if you're out there every day and in the same boat i mean we're paddling different boats all the time all the time so, <laughs> i was in a rewind yeah, this yeah. weekend yeah <laughs> when you're going back and forth between a hard edge and then a soft edge and i mean it just it makes a difference anyway so back to the rating yeah just comparison to other boats out there i'm gonna give it a seven on freaking speed i gave it a 10 10 absolutely by far a 10 because that thing is smoking fast and anyone that doesn't believe me just get in get in a goat get for god's sakes get in an antics and try to get in a, a ripper oh, antics, it'll smoke an antics <laughs> it'll get yeah you could give unless it's dane paddling the antics you ain't catching a guy in a ripper or girl you'll get smoked by someone in a ripper and um yeah, so so speed wise, if you if you love a fast downriver river runner, it's I think that's money for you. Safety safety, I gave it a a, a ten also. It's yeah, got the yeah. rotor motor step out pillar. Yeah, rotor motor. It's uh, got nice grab handles for carrying. It's it's a uh, it feels it just feels like a durable boat when you carry. It's heavier, which I think is a good thing as far as safety. Um, and it has the, it's got the big metal security bars. And I think one, two, three, four, five, five security bars that are good for clipping in on the sides and the back and the front and then the, the handle in the middle. And the deck, the deck height and where your knees are, it's really easy to get out of. Prana makes their boats kind of narrow, but also high. Yeah. So I think it's part of that safety feature that they use. It's really good. I hate this drain plug, by the way. I just wish... Anything besides a creek boat, get rid of a drain plug. Yeah, I would not it disagree take, with that. <laughs> it take, Literally, it takes five seconds to sponge or they're light enough to get over your head and you just don't have to worry about a drain yeah. plug. Yeah. I, 
I saw somebody that antics, and I was like, I had goop in the drain plugs. I was like, I don't use the drain plugs. So I just goop it all. Up. I had to, um, I had to patch mine. I took mine off, and there was a Piranha put out a PSA for everybody listening. And good job on Piranha for kind of owning. You know, as I've been in manufacturing, and I know you make mistakes. Like Piranha put out like a a PSA, like, hey, we didn't put enough silicate silicon on there. Who knows how they say it? Silicon. But it's like they they didn't, like, seal their drain plugs good enough, so they want all dealers and people to pull their drain plug out, reseal it with, like, Aquasil goop from – I used, like, a JB Weld plastic silicon goop that I got from Walmart. It was, like, 3 bucks. It was cheap. I unscrewed it, siliconed around it, and screwed it back down, and it's never leaked again after that. I've done that on my small, but I haven't paddled it since. But, yeah, it was easy. There's definitely not enough silicone on there, though. <laughs> It was like one little drop. I was like, dang, no wonder. I know. The one I had had just a little bit around the left-hand side. You could tell someone Uh, just kind of like. It was like one one turn. It was off there. Yeah. It was like the guy squirting ketchup at McDonald's. One handle and just like (laughs) you ever get like a hamburger and it's got like a little dot of ketchup. I'm like, really? Put some more on there. But it's like whoever was doing it didn't put enough on it. And good job on Piranha for just kind of owning it and saying, hey, we made a mistake. If you guys, this is what you need to do for anyone that hasn't seen that. Yeah, so so safety, we both rated it pretty damn high on a safe step out pillar. It's got the it's got a taped in track. It's not welded in, it's taped in, but it has a roller molded seat pan, nice firm walls. The walls are screwed in in the front and in the back it's in a deep wall holder, so it's not gonna come out. So yeah, safety pretty good. Comfort, comfort I had it as a nine. Um, it was comfortable and I'm not, I, when I say comfort, I'm not saying the outfitting, I'm saying like sitting in it all day. I didn't like have a lot of pain sitting in it. Could the outfitting use work? Yes. I don't even know if we, maybe we should include outfitting, I guess. I mean, Um, I, yeah, I mean, it's not necessarily uncomfortable. It's just, yeah, I mean, I wish it had some, like, leg lifter type deal or something like that, or uh, the bag band was more supportive, but that didn't necessarily fall into uncomfortable, I guess. Yeah, what I did, I actually slid um, some seat pad shims under the front of my seat pad to lift it up. Yeah, Yeah, and I had to pad out in Piranha, if you guys are listening. The side of where the knees, my knees were resting directly on plastic. I had to pad all of that out because it drove me crazy, and it shipped like that. The the padding that comes on those those thigh the thigh braces just don't cover your kneecap enough. They should lower that down. Piranha, do, I mean, uh, Liquid Logic does it. Uh, Jackson does it. Dagger does it. Having more padding down the side of the even Ver, Varus does it. It's like Waka does it. They all have padding down the side where the kneecaps go. I don't know if you noticed that. Prana's been good. I've emailed them a couple times about getting more outfitting, and they'll send it to you if you really need it. Um, I even suggested just adding more outfitting in general to the to the boat outfitting pack they give you just because for smaller people especially, it requires quite a bit of foam. Yeah. They had a big, nice bulkhead in there too, so I, I thought the bulkhead was pretty pretty comfortable and safe. Yeah, so that that's it on comfort. And as far as durability of the plastic, I have heard of – Piranha boats wearing down pretty quick and breaking, but they do cover it. The problem is a lot of people buy aftermarket boats, and then they want the the only people that are for everybody. I'm going to have someone from 
from Dagger coming on that runs the customer service department that I want him to, he's going to go over what justifies a warranty and what doesn't. So many people, they, they boof a ledge, they land on a rock and they crack their boat and they're like, I need a warranty. And it's like, well, you, you boof right onto a rock. And so, yeah, I'm not going to get into all that, but Piranha has had hit or miss on their warranties, but everybody I know that's bought a new Piranha and cracked it, they took care of them. Hey, I personally haven't, I buy so many new boats, I haven't had to worry about warranties. You never wear them out. I mean, I kind of agree, though, with, with what he's saying. I mean, it's like if you take a new sports car, say, that has a turbo, and you go out and wind it up for 9,000 RPM the first 100 miles, guess what? It's probably break. Is that the car's fault? No, that's your fault. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's like the analogy I, I use. I'm like, if you go to a Nissan dealership, buy a Nissan, and then you hit a guardrail, and then you call Nissan and say, hey, the bumper flew off when I hit that guardrail. It's your fault. It's like, what? It's like, and it's the same thing if someone runs grill on their head and pitons and caves their bow in, and then they want a new. I've actually, I personally have somebody that called me and said, Dagger should warranty my, my Nomad because I pitoned it, and it shouldn't crush that easy. Made for normal use and tear. I mean, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, so we won't get into that. But I, th- I think Piranha's plastic's pretty solid. I think it is, too. I mean, most plastic is comparable nowadays. I mean, it's not like the old Piranha plastic, but yeah, it's 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 all kind of comparable. Uh, I just wanted to touch back on the playability real quick. I know we kind of briefly went over that, but like... I don't think we're on that. That's next. Oh, is that next? Okay. Yeah, we haven't covered the playability right, of sorry, the I Ripper. We, I we... Playability I had in an 8. Um... Yeah, I'm I'm kind of with you on that one, seven, five, eight in that area. And like I said, I'm comparing it to a rewind and antics two. The antics two we had a ten. <laughs> and I think I think for you it's probably not as much a difference in and because your weight is you know you got that weight to throw the tail around. For me, you know, I could I can get the small down for sure, but it's definitely way more work than like an antics two point or. Or whatever. What I'm, I, I pulled up the ripper again. What hurts me is right here. Right. Yeah. It's that long load. You can't like whip it around like a playboat. You gotta. It's definitely it's, a technique to it. It's it's wide behind the hips right here. It's wide and it carries out long. It stern squirts from there down, in my opinion. And and Matt nailed it. You almost have to do this long lean back pry stroke. I have to lean. I, I change my paddling technique when I'm stern squirting. I can do it, and it's a good boat, and it ba- it's balanced nicely. Um, surf's amazing. Right. Yeah, it surf's really amazing. Good. And then, honestly, you know, the Antics surfs really well. I think we had the Antics up there, too. The Rewind surfs well. They all surf pretty nice. The, the Goat surfed really well, too. They've done it, yeah. All, of them, all the companies have done a good job with how these half slices surf i mean and i think they did that because they're narrow right yeah they're all pretty you can go a little narrow on the half slices but stern squirting and splatting it's not the easiest it's not as easy uh, like, as the I ripper um, i mean the rewind I can stern squirt in an eddy and, and i can stern squirt it kind of running down into the into the eddy real quick and like whipping it up um the problem i have with the ripper is like say i'm about to boof something and i'm i don't have a lot of momentum i can't just like stand it up on command if that makes sense yeah and flat water it's not yeah. an easy boat to flat water i, I could I do the rewind and do that. yeah 
I'm not like your boy Trevor with the Steves and an inhuman like Yeah, <laughs> Trevor McGowan, I think's his last name. Yeah, he's uh, and he's only about 200 pounds, so he's not that much heavier than me. But he can he can flat water the Steves, which is pretty impressive. That's a that's a that's a big boat. I covered the Steves a little bit on my last one. Um, I like the Steves a lot. Yeah, the Steves is a good boat. But playability on the Steves, I had it a five. Uh, <laughs> it does not splat and stern squirt, even though he makes it. Yeah, so we'll go, we'll go with the seven point five to eight on the Ripper, I guess, for playability overall. Okay, that sounds fair. I mean, I went eight. You went like seven, seven point five. And that that's totally doable. And when we're talking surf, I mean it's a it's one of the best surfing boats out there. I agree. Yeah. 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 So if you guys like to surf, get get a ripper. That thing is a dream to carve it's, on those edges. It's narrow. Yeah. It's narrow. It's got strong edges, so it goes side to side really well. Yeah, for sure. Can't spin very good. It doesn't spin Can't good. Can't spin. But if you want to front surf all day long, like those boys on diagonal. Yeah. You can stay out there for yeah. seventeen hours. Set out there with your rudder and don't do anything. Just go back and forth. But if, you had, but if you had an Antix, an Antix will spin on a dime. It's so short and it's it's really flat in that center and it'll spin. Yeah, so anything else on the Ripper? Anything else you got on the Ripper? Uh, I mean, not really. It's been out for a while. It's it's still a good design, though. I mean, it, even after what was it been out four or five years now. It's been out a while. It's pretty impressive, honestly, that it's, it's still very comparable to these modern designs, like the Rewind and stuff, and people are still buying them over the Rewind or Antics or whatever it may be. That is it's impressive. Just, Good job on Piranha. Robert Pearson. Yeah. Robert Pearson's the designer for Piranha. Good job on him. He used to be – he designed the Wave Sport. So anyone that knows Robert Pearson, he goes back to, like, the Wave Sport, like the Project X and all those boats, some classic, classic designs, the Diesel – Boats like that, he worked I, on. I think when people sell them, though, they're a little disappointed or caught off guard that how hard it is to paddle. It's just a little more advanced boat. You got to drive it. You got to use the edges. It's not necessarily a beginner friendly boat, but it can be. It's a good boat to learn in. So don't give up if you have one. Yeah, and that's kind of Piranha's philosophy in everything: the Scorch, the Loki, the Ozone. I feel that's Piranha's philosophy. They're an advanced to expert boat, and they they're okay with owning that. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, that's pretty much Piranha's trademark, I guess. The, the, they always have sharp sharp edges, and um, they want to be paddled. They're For sure, you got to drive them. All right, we both agree the Ripper the Ripper's a shining, shining little tool there, ain't it? It's a good one. It's a good one. I got it's the only, Ripper. It's the only half slice of my uh, garage right now, so there you go. Well, well, me. It's Rewind and Ripper. Those are two of my faves. I'll just own that. All right, man. Well, so, so much for the Ripper. You know what we're going to cover next? Something that... Curtis's that, favorite boat? I would say no, probably not. Let's let's <laughs> go ahead. You haven't had any experience in this, but you should. This the is the, the Zet Kayaks Chalet. Chalet? Chalet. And if you guys go to Zet Kayak, Dot com. They actually did something that really impresses me. They put a picture of the damn hole up. Is it not crazy that these manufacturers do not put pictures of the hole? Looks like glass. But um, I, glass. I'm going to go ahead and cover 
cover the chili. I'm going to, if you guys go to the website, I pulled up the website. The outfitting that's in it is not what, these hip pads is not what comes in that boat. Did they follow your playlist with actual hip pads? Because I've seen multiple people with that boat and it has the same little like add-on hip pads. It's terrible. I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and I'm going to like, you know, the guys, I know I'll use Zet lovers might hate me. But there's a few things that Zach got very wrong with this boat, and I'm going to start with the outfitting. And I'm, like, not going to, like, hold back on this. For whatever reason, they put these these uh, lock capture devices. I'm pulling up the website, and I'm uh, right where the thigh – they put molded-in thigh braces, number one. They molded in their thigh braces. They got rid of these really good thigh braces that were in the um, – I mean – I don't even know if I could pull that up, honestly. They don't go much into their outfitting. It's hard to see. I'll pull up, like, the five. What I'm doing, I'm pulling up the five, and I'm going to try. Oh, look at this, yeah. Look at this. It looks much better. So, you notice one thing. They have ratchets. And they have an adjustable, right here's an adjustment for some molded-in thigh braces that move very very comfortable the z5 and the cross were super comfortable really nice hip pad system they did a really good job on this outfitting i was so impressed love the seat in these boats very well made and then what they ended up doing they ended up putting okay. yeah that looks like more like a waka configuration and some... it's well yeah i'm gonna say for sure I don't yeah, wow. like what they got going on here. They use a, they use something that's similar to Jackson. It's like a pull top system. And what it is, it's like this pull system that pulls forward and it locks up. I think Jackson, you go up and out. No, theirs is like you go back and then pull down. It's 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 the same but different. They made their own little system. It slips. It slips. The, it's a rope roped style backband. Very disappointed in their in their hip pads and their backband. Seats the same seat that's in the cross and all that. Really good seat. And what I'd found, I'm I'm about five ten, five eleven, and about one eighty, one eighty five ish. And that boat was very small to be a supposedly a medium half slice. It was a very very small half slice. So outfitting-wise, if you haven't seen my walkthrough video, go check that out and go check out my on-water of the Zet Kayaks Chili because, man, it, 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 it hurt. It hurt to paddle that. It hurt my knees really bad. It was just set so low, and there was no adjustment on those thigh hooks. And let me pull it back up here. Yeah, I still need to get in that. I've had a couple of people ask me about it, but I just haven't got. I won't to cover it too much because you haven't like paddled it. I'll let you kind of like paddle it, but it, I'm pulling it up on the screen, and it has almost zero rocker. <laughs> this boat, and let me tell you, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna go through my thoughts on this boat real quick um, because Matt hasn't paddled it. He's just seen one here and there. I'm gonna go ahead and say that. Um, let me stop sharing it here, so I'm pulling it back up. Okay, so as far as a river runner, I have that thing at a 10. Now, river running, I've got flowing in and out of rapids, stern turning, moving around the river. It is a 10, but mind you, it does not have rocker in the bow. They made this boat to win the extreme slalom. They made it for one reason, to win the extreme slalom. 
And as far as creek ability, I have it at a six, maybe even a five. I would go almost a five. If you And if you don't believe me, just look around at some of the Zet paddlers and let me know how many of you see running stout stuff. They actually made this boat for class three river running. Slalom courses is what they made it for. Well, it kind of reminds me of the RPM and since it's got that flat bow, which isn't good for creaking, you can... Very, and it's, yeah, no rocker, very thin and flat. It's just a super planing surface on the bottom. Speed, I have it... As high as we can go is 10, but I'd give that damn thing 11. So the ripper, the ripper's here. The chili is here. It's that much faster. It is wow. the fastest half slice ever, ever made. And a nine foot. I mean, I know you guys might, oh, what about this boat? It's 11 foot. But I'm talking the current modern half slices. It is smoking fast. It's very, very narrow. I don't even know if I, if I can pull the specs up here. But I'm wanting to think it's like 23 inches. It's 24 inches wide, but it's a different type. It's very thin from bow to stern where the ripper is narrow in the middle, but it widens out. So I think that's what slows the ripper down a little bit over the, the chili. Yeah, it looks fast. It reminds me of that the old necky boats a little bit too. It definitely has the necky style. Very planing. It's got like a hybrid type planing surface, kind of like planing meets displacement back here. It's got a rail that runs all the way, then fades out a little bit towards the bow. But yeah, so speed, 10.5, 11. I can't go 11, but it's fa It's the fastest half slice I've ever paddled. Safety, I think I gave it a, like a 6.5 as far as safety. It's And the reason for that, it's not easy to get in and out of that boat. If you pin that boat, you'd be in big trouble. You'd be, I'm serious, you'd be in big trouble if you pin that boat. Nice roll-to-molded seat, nice foam and bulkhead and all that, but that's not really what, if I can't get my knees out of the thigh hooks and get out of that boat, that's a bad, that's a bad thing. Yeah, absolutely. So safety is, it's pretty low down there. Comfort, I gave it a 6.5 on comfort, and I'm giving it that from someone my size, which I'm not, I would be in the weight range. It's not like it's made for someone 120 pounds it's made from someone like 120 to 200 uh so yeah comfort it wasn't that comfortable a boat for me to paddle not saying i couldn't do that i couldn't do it but right, i definitely yeah. plastic by far a 10 durability zet has the best plastic you're going to find this out matt when you get to paddle some of the zet boats it is the most durable it just feels like a tank the plastic feels amazing, and it's more like down to their process that they do. They Whoever's molding their boats, I guess it's Zet Company molds them. They do a damn good job. I've heard that from several people that I just use, so yeah, must be true. Playability. Now, playability, I'm basing this on stern squirts and splats and surfing. I give it a 6.5, and the reason for it only does one thing well, and that's surf. And it doesn't do that better than the Ripper and Goat and re Antics and Rewind. <laughs> it, I mean, it, it's one of these old school, very no rockered, so you're purling a lot. You have to lean back and keep that bow up, but it has no tail rocker. So when you lean back, it adds drags and washes you off. You have to stay almost completely vertical, and it needs a very specific wave to surf well. And you guys leave in the comments if you disagree with me, because I spent a lot of time in this Zet. I had it. I had the chili for a while, and I was like, I put it through its paces. And I know some of you might disagree with me, but go ahead, tell me what you think of the Zet chili, because uh, playability, I had it low down there. But, yeah. So, overall, I had it one of the 
my least favorite half slices. And that's my paddling style. Really good at speed and stern turns. That's it. So if you want to do the golly marathon. Great for the, great for the golly. That's not a 12 foot boat. That'd be the boat to go in. No, no. So yeah. So that's, that's my opinion of the, um, the Zets kayaks chili. So yeah, sorry Zet, but I still love Zet. I love the company. Uh, those guys are awesome. Trent Long, you know, if you guys ever like look to, they got distributors now all around. He hooked me up on that boat, and I really appreciate that. So good job on Zet. They really do their best to put out a good solid product. Their creek boats phenomenal. The five and cross phenomenal boats. Yeah, I really want to check the five and be like out on a, on another note there, but yeah. Yeah, so that's all I'm going to cover on the chili. So um, we'll go on. We'll just keep moving on. Let's go ahead and let's talk about one of your personal favorites, the Varus Gladiator Two. I'm going to let you take. I'm going to let you take it away on the, the good old Gladiator. Well, I hate to say this because I never really got to paddle on whitewater. I actually let Noah paddle on the whitewater. Um, I mean, personally, I think it's a little small for me for pretty much anything yeah i could take it down river and do just fine i will say when i first set in and when i paddled on flat water it didn't feel big it kind of narrows you can kind of circle the top there it narrows pretty pretty aggressively in the bow which is kind of nice for a smaller paddler um if you're paddling some more tighter creeks and stuff like that the one thing it doesn't have again is the bow rocker it lacks the bow rocker it's got a nice stern though, like the like the goat, so I can see that going through a lot of heavy white water without getting caught. It's got a nice wide stern on it, and um, playability. I mean, I saw you play around in it quite a bit. Um, I could not get it vertical in flat water, but I feel like I could get it vertical in in eddy. I definitely feel like I could get it vertical in eddy if I actually paddled in flat water. It didn't feel quite as resistant as the goat which i can almost get vertical so i'm pretty sure i could get the gladiator 2 vertical you know the outfitting i didn't mind in it um the thigh hooks were a little flimsy i think that they could have added some support where the plastic is and the thigh hooks but the seating and back band and um the bulkhead and stuff like that was pretty solid the other main thing i didn't like was the hip pads only had one kind of system to tighten it up where it really needs at least two it only had one band at the top and it kept slipping down on me it was high too wasn't yeah, it yeah i wish they would add two bands at the very least to that but overall i mean it's a comfortable boat it fits small it looks like a huge boat it fits small it's very wide at 27 inches but even for my little dinky butt it fits small for me which which was kind of interesting um but, yeah, I mean, it felt good on flat water. I know it's not a good, like, comparison by any means, but it, it felt like it had decent speed for a displacement boat. It felt like it had some good edge-to-edge transitions, even though it doesn't necessarily have edges per se. Um, you know, it didn't feel like a bad boat by any means. Um, I wish I got a chance to paddle on flat out on some white water, but I felt it was better served by you paddling. That's really the paddler range. Not a lot of 135-pound people are going to be paddling this boat. So, yeah, what were your impressions of it? What do you think of that right there? 
That was definitely not the case. <laughs> when I picked that boat up, I was like, there's absolutely no way it weighs 40 pounds. It was, it's one of the heaviest half slices, I, even creek boats I've ever picked up. And the hillbenders <laughs> the same way, very heavy. <laughs> it was 53 pounds for everybody that wanted to know. So what I'm pulling up on the screen for you guys listening and not watching, I pulled up the Gladiator 2 specs, and I'm just going to cover the specs of the Gladiator 2. Uh, we didn't do this so much on the other ones, but the, the length of this boat is 8 foot 11, which was true to size. It was a wide boat. It's 28 inches oh, 28. wide. I said 27. I'm sorry. Yeah, 28. It, is, it was the widest half slice I paddled. Uh, volume, 72 gallons of volume. But one spec they had, they had it at 44 pounds. And I put it actually on a scale. And you guys could go watch my walkthrough video of the Varus Gladiator. It came in at like 52.3 or so, almost 53 pounds. It was heavy. That thing was a tank. I will say they have good plastic. It's heavy because the plastic is thicker from what it looks like. So, yeah, you know, I guess some give and take there. And they have the paddler weight range at 120 to 260 pounds. That is 260 pounds in this boat. I'm calling bullshit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, you boys at Varus, but I'm calling bullshit. There's no way a 260-pounder. And one reason, it, it, it fits kind of small. Right, and I would say uh, you wouldn't be able to fit your big old thighs in there. Like, my chicken legs can fit in there without any extra outfitting, so I know somebody who's 220 who has twice the leg capacity of me, they're going to be flexing those thigh books out like crazy. Yeah, and and I've got it pulled up here on the screen here. One thing, um, so is anything else you got to add to that before I go on about it? About the outfitting or just boat in general? Just the or? boat in general, and then I'll, I'll go over it like my, um, my Yeah, mission. I mean, just about the width. So it, it seems very wide, but the, the tail kind of narrows down, and the bow extremely narrows down. So it's not as wide as you might seem, as it might kind of predict, I guess you would say. So don't don't get scared off by the width if you are interested in this boat. Um, because the width's behind the hips. Right, all the width right there, yeah. Yeah, it's right behind the hips. It's very narrow in the front. Um, I mean, security bars everywhere. I mean, it's they're they're actually made out of metal too. I think if they had this boat priced at the right price range for what it is, it it could be a a pretty good boat. Yeah, um, yeah. So I'll go over my initial impressions of it. I got to spend some time in this boat, and and what I had found was. It fits a little small. It feels like a small medium, even though it's a. it looks big. I think what happens is that seat lifts you up into the thigh hooks, and I felt the thigh hooks were very – I was comfortable, though. It fit good, and I agree with Matt. I thought the outfitting was pretty solid. The hip pads could use a little bit of work. They moved around a little bit because they had a strap really high instead of, like, two. If they had two straps on that, those hip pads would not move. Right, yeah. Yeah, the seat pad was comfortable. Uh, had a nice big water model. I'll pull it back up here so I, while I'm talking about it. But um, the water bottle holder was nice for a throw rope water bottle. Good seat pad. Back band, they did have to redo their back band. If you had one of the earlier versions, it probably slipped on you a lot or broke. They did have, and the one Matt had, had this updated cam lock. I covered that in the walkthrough because I, I'm familiar with this because I tried to paddle one and do a review on it, and the back band exploded on me. And I don't mean it broke. I mean exploded. Plastic pieces 
went all the way to the drain plug. It, it, it was awesome. But, um, yeah, it's got ratcheted back bands, really nice ratchets. They're firm. I like how they did them through the rim. That's what, it's basically Waka's outfitting, wouldn't you say? Pretty much, yeah. Um, and they even put the foam under the um, thigh braces. But I found it interesting that thin the foam out right before the edge, which I think they should have just left it as a thick piece of foam. I agree. I agree. You, if you want to carve it down yourself, you do that. But I felt like the extra support was needed there. Yeah, what he's talking didn't you, about. Didn't you, didn't you have a kind of a cut in your thigh after you pouted for a while? Or yeah, it was. No, no it, what it did, it had a sharp edge right here. What I'm, what I'm pulling up on the screen for you guys listening is the thigh hooks don't really have any support. Like if you looked at like the goat I don't or the chili, look at the chili thigh hooks. They added that design in there because also it adds structure uh, inside the thigh hooks, which makes it tough. And Jackson does that too. Uh, Waka does something similar to that. But the Gladiator, they should add some sort of structure to tighten that up. And it was a sharp edge right here that kind of was like, you had to be careful sliding in and out of that edge. The foam wall was real tiny. You can even see in this picture. Look at that gap right there. Remember that, that it had a real yeah, small? Yeah, the foam, foam wall was small. I think I noted that in my video. Yeah, you noted that in one of your videos of when you were talking about it. It was tiny. It's like two inches. Um, but it, it felt solidly built. Uh, I like the boat. I, I, as far as, like, build quality, they had some issues I went over in my walkthrough. They had some kind of wonky stuff going on. I, n nothing, not a deal breaker. Nothing that I would be like, oh, this has to be fixed. Just some crazy stuff like washers in the wrong spot. Uh, just kind of like, like Matt was saying, you trim the padding. You really didn't need to. And, and it was a brand-new boat you had, right? Right, yeah. I had, like, different washers. Uh, you know, it's kind of crazy stuff, but you know, that's what happens for people don't know. They get them molded and made in China. So these are molded and manufactured built in China and then shipped over in a container and they distribute them. And, you know, I, I like the guys at Varus. I know these guys, I paddled with them before. Um, really it, the boat to me, I, it's hard. I don't want to be too critical of it. It did one thing really well, and that's when you're boofing off of rocks. It was really smooth around the edge, and it would come off of boofs and just flare off of rocks really well. It did that extremely well. It was it was okay in speed. It wasn't super fast. It's not on Ripper. Uh, it definitely nowhere. It doesn't touch the chili. It's a little slower than the rewind, in my opinion. I think the rewind, ripper, and chili are like the top fast boats. I would put that up there with a little faster than the rewind. I mean, a little slower than the rewind. So faster than the antics. Jesus Christ, it's faster than the antics. A lot is faster than the antics, though. Uh, safety wise, I'm just going to go ahead and break it down. What I put down for it, the Gladiator, as far as a river runner. I put it at like an 8.5 as far as just kind of like zooming around the river. Very stable, very predictable, was wide behind the hips, so it, it had a lot of like initial stability. But once you loaded that area, the front of the bow would flip with you really bad. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't have a good rating, but I – You kind of got I, a decent feel for it, though, From right? what I've paddled it in flat water and stuff, I could see it being a good downriver boat for sure. Um, it reminds me of the goat in that sense. It's got that wide tail. Um, it's got good stability. So, yeah, I, I would think it would be a, a pretty good downriver boat for even punching through big holes and stuff yeah. like that. 
Uh, as far as creaking, I had it at a seven, six point five seven, and the reason for it doesn't have a, a good, it doesn't have that modern bow rocker. It's very narrow and pointy in the bow. Um, let me see. I, I wish, can... I wish they would have just rounded off the bow instead of making it square. And I know, I know, Varus tries to go for that old school look, like kind of like the Whiplash and Whippet series. And but if they would just even rounded it off a bit, like the Ripper, I think it would have gave it a little more. Uh, better ability to not piton. I get. I could see that pitoning fairly easy. Although oh, I know those. Sure. Although I know those various boys have taken on some pretty stout stuff. And I see there's a there's a half ass stern squirt right here, and that's probably by accident. It looks like see that hole. That's actually yeah. being plugged in a hole because let me tell you. Is that hydro? <laughs> it looks like hydro. It might be. It might be hydro on the Watauga. That's the line over there in the, the eddy. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, it is not a a easy boat to stern squirt. We'll go ahead. Let me give it. Let me, let's do our ratings on it. Okay, I, we, go, we started go on it. Um, I gave it. What did I say on the river running? I think it was like a, an 8.5 8. 8. on river running. I think it was like 8.5 on river running. Uh, creaking ability, 6.57. Speed, I gave it right at about 8. I would say it's like a 7.58. It's not the fastest boat because it's so freaking wide behind the hips. Um, it was not that fast. Safety, I gave it like an 8.5. And the only reason, I, I it's outfitting-wise, I think it's safe to get in and out and all that. It's just the design of it is is a pen machine. Yeah. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you agree? Just by right, looking at yeah. you know boats well enough. It's in, it doesn't have much rocker in it at all, stern or bow. Right. Yeah. Uh, comfort. Comfort. I had it at an eight. Yeah. Yeah. I, cool it was work. comfortable. You know, it didn't. It wasn't on par with like the goat, the rewind, the antics, and boats like that. But I, I definitely rated over the chili. Um, plastic durability. It's it it felt like a freaking tank, but the thing weighed ten pounds more than advertised. I mean, I say durability is probably a ten because it's got. I, last year. <laughs> I would just have to say ten because how many have you seen broken? Never. None. I say zero. I've seen zero of them broken. Playability is where it falls short. I'm sorry. I know. I know the guys really want to make it out like it's a half slice shred machine. I give it a six. It's down there. I rate it below the chili. I think I gave the chili like a 6.5. I give the Averis a, a 6. It was a beast to stern squirt at. It was a beast. And I know you might see some videos of people, but that's all they paddle. And I moved the seat back in it to try to load that tail even better. I, first I paddled it center, then I moved it back. It just, I could not ever get a good, I didn't, compared to what we paddled, it, I, I rank it like splatting and stern squirt. You don't see a lot of those guys doing that, right? When you see videos of people in that boat. I mean, yeah. The, obviously, if you paddle it more, you can you get used to a boat. But yeah, I mean, we're comparing at the, all the boats together, so you know we gotta do the best we can on the ratings. Yeah, and as far so. as surfing, it didn't surf well because it was so wide. And it's kind of rounded. It's more of a displacement hole, and it's very wide behind the hips. And I think it added drag, and it didn't surf that good. I could do it. Given anybody can make these every single boat do well, I'm just saying that surfing. It was not. I mean, that's where it also fell short. Surfing, splatting, stern squirting. It fell actually out of out of my out of all of my half slices boat. It was like one of my least favorite to paddle. 
and that's no knock on Varus. I mean, it works for some people. That's just my paddling style. I just it just didn't fit my style. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I have to say for this boat, I mean, keep in mind, we, I mean, we both know this, that they've been making boats for a short period of time, and Josh has kind of done this on his own without yep. the help of millions of people. And It's not and, a big team I mean, there. I think it's like it's not a big three team. of them. <laughs> so, I mean, for what for what the boat is, it's a great boat. And um, honestly, right now, I think you can get them for like a 1000 bucks new. So if you're comparing that to a $1,500 boat, you know, it's a, it's a solid value. I think so. Yeah. But I mean, there's better it, values out it, there. It, yeah. I think there's a better value than this boat, brand new, in my opinion. Um. Yeah. So the the Varus Gladiator, man. I mean, overall, what do you think about it? It's an okay boat. Where's it rank in your in your say. overall? Because we've covered all the boats you paddled. Where would you rank it? Uh, let me see here. First place. No. Rank it over the goat. Absolutely not. You rank it over anything? I had the Gladiator. Well, I, I kind of had mine like Clay, Downriver, and Creaking. Like when I made my original list before we started this podcast, the Gladiator on Play was down at the bottom. Um, Downriver was kind of in the middle, and then Creaking it was kind of at the bottom. I don't really have a like a one, two, three spot per se, but yeah, it's kind of where it was. Yeah. Well, you mentioned you mentioned value. Here's probably the best value boat to have right now. Brap. Yep. That's my it, buddy Johnny Dagenhart would say. It comes in at nine ninety nine. They just. Oh, raised. I did not realize how, how cheap that was. Yeah, that's it, pretty good. You can get it cheaper if you buy it at the Liquid Logic store. Shout out to my buddy Lucas. He's a listener to the podcast here. He runs the store. You guys can call him and he'll help hook you up on anything you need there. Um, the party brap. What I've got pulled up here on the screen is the party brap. This boat. Oh, where do I start with this thing? Um, I've so I've had several. I've had a lot of experience with this boat. Actually, more than than I probably let on. But I've paddled the biscuit. The biscuit. If, that, <laughs> if that's any comparison, that's their old school playbook. So I, yeah. I know what the outfitting's like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So. Going, I'm just gonna I'm gonna cover the brat pretty quick here. They don't have a much on their website. I don't. They don't even really have a lot of their colors there. They are. I didn't realize that that was that cheap of a boat. That is. It's it's nine ninety nine. It was wow. nine ninety nine. Yeah. They, they just went wow. up. It's like when you look at the um, the gladiators. What? It's twelve hundred technically. Um, I think a lot of shops are selling them now for. They've got it listed twelve hundred on there. Yeah. Um, yeah. A lot of shops are selling them for like ten fifty right now, I think. So bang for your buck and value, by far the party brat. I have to agree with you. I didn't yep. realize that they were that low in price. Yeah, and I'm going to go over the party brap real quick. Um, the party brap was, it's been around for a while. It actually started it, for what a lot of people don't know. It, it predates the Ripper, believe it or not. Um, it was a Pat Keller design. He wanted to kind of merge that slalom kick rocker with a modern bow he was a big fan of the rpm but he didn't think the rpm was a safe boat so he wanted to add that modern style bow given i think it's kind of dated in today's time 
But I'm going to go over the party brap real quick. As far as like river running, I have it at a nine. It's a different type of river runner. It gets back on that tail and it steers off that little skinny tail. And I love the way that thing carves up the river. It doesn't have edges on it. It's a potato. It's a liquid logic boat. It's a freaking potato. <laughs> so get used to that. You're not edging what you're doing. But if you look at a lot of slalom boats don't have edges on them either. You get back on that that kick rocker and very skinny tail and you could whip around the river really smoothly so that's why it's rated high on that creaking ability i give it a seven i know a lot of people run the shit in this party brap but creaking ability it's not it's it's not on par with a lot of these boats i give it a seven on the creak ability it compared to like goat rewind ripper i rank those higher than this boat speed i give that thing a nine on speed it's a fast boat and that's where surprising. it gets i'm surprised to hear that where its speed comes from is its its narrowness. Let me pull the specs up. How's that thing do if you get caught in a hole sideways? Not good. How'd that gladiator do when you got caught in a hole sideways? Absolutely freaking terrible. Oh, do I still have that video? Can we pull that up? I think I deleted it by accident. Was it um was it in <laughs> your was it <laughs> did you post it somewhere? <laughs> no, I uh, I sent it to you, but I, I deleted. It. I I moved all my videos to external hard drive. <laughs> Yeah, for all you guys, I got locked into a ledge on the freaking Akoe, and I struggled. I got on the struggle bus. Let me tell you, I got on the struggle bus pretty damn hard on that edge of that Gladiator. What It's very flat on the edge, and it's rounded, so there was nothing to grab. It just bounced like this, and I could 20, not. 20, 28 inches of sheer plastic. Ooh, it was around. tough. I got it out of there. I didn't swim or anything, but I, I, I probably lost a little bit of ligaments in my shoulders. I should send a bill to bearers for that one. But, um, yeah, the, um, <laughs> yeah, that's right. The, that damn ledge hole you reminded me of, of the, that thing. Yeah. The, the brap, it comes in at 24, 24.5 inches wide. It's eight foot 11. So we might as well say it's a nine foot boat. Uh, cockpits are pretty standard on about all of them. I think Varus has the biggest one. Weight is true. It's really 44 pounds on the weight. Bow rocker, they actually put that in there, 12 inches in the bow, 10 inches. Not many manufacturers do this no, with the specs, don't. by the no. way. And that's good. I like I like it when they give you as much as possible on your specs. Volume, it's 67 gallons, which is right on par with all of them. I think they're all about around that. And this is a true spec, 100 to 220. I really feel that... 100 to 200 pounds could paddle this boat. I really feel that that's a fair, a fair description of the party brap, in my opinion. I guess I need to get in one of those to try it. I really do. That, um, should be on my, that should be on my list. The people that love them, like Curtis and my buddy Andrew, they love them. They absolutely like love I'm them. Right, I'm writing that down right now, party brap. Party brap. I'll see if I can borrow you one if you need one. Don't buy one. I could probably get my hands on one for a weekend and let you try one out. You come down to the southeast, I could probably get, get a party brat for you to, to demo for the weekend. Um, speed, so yeah, speed's a nine. Safety, I have it at like an eight, and the only reason is it's a pretty safe boat because, but I, I mean, it's got, it, it does have pin potential. It's not like the most, I, I rank it a little higher than the, um, the Gladiator and the Chili, but it's, they're all not safe creaking boats. I, mean, I know people make them work. 
but it's not, they're not the safest boat out there. But it is easy to get your thighs in and out. They have a really generous cockpit, and I can get my thighs in and out of that pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, outfitting and comfort, it was pretty damn comfortable. It's that badass outfitting. If you guys haven't seen my walkthrough and on-water reviews of the Prana Ripper, I mean, um, the, the Liquid Logic Party Brap, go check those out. I cover that. It, it works. It's nothing flashy, but it does work. Um, yeah, I remember the biscuit. I mean, it's the same outfitting I had when I had the biscuit. It was comfortable. The only thing I like it, it kind of gets waterlogged. You get, like, swamp ass. Yeah, and the back bands are very low on them. You can't – it's like the way they do their back bands. I don't like a very, very low – it was, like, down below, like, where my ass cheeks was. Very weird how that back band fit me. Uh, plastic and durability, it's right on par with the rest of them. I mean, they do – they did have a bad batch of – broken liquid logics out there i get it i'm probably going to get lit up you guys leave in the comments if you broke a liquid logic boat um definitely curtis broke his didn't he <laughs> uh, a little bit yeah a little see. bit little crack there about three foot wide three foot long. I, um, you've seen them what do you think about it what do you think about the party brap nothing uh i mean i'm not a displacement paddler so i, I don't know if i would necessarily like it but i know a lot of people love them Man, I'm not gonna hate on anybody that paddles one. I mean, it might be, it could be a great boat. I still need to paddle it though. Playability, I had it. I had it at like a 7.58. It does stern squirt and splat the party. We're only talking about the party brap here. The brap is just stupid. It don't even deserve to exist, in my opinion. Uh, it's we're talking about the party brap. It, it can it can splat. It can stern squirt. It surfs okay. It is a displacement hull, so it does whip around a lot. It doesn't get on an edge and hold it. It just wants to do this constantly with you. So I gave it a seven point five eight. Yeah. So yeah, man. That's all I got on the party brap. I'm gonna go ahead and break down from best to worst. <laughs> and when we say worst, how about I'm not going to say they're bad per se. They're all pretty good boats. I'm going to say my what what I would prefer. If somebody said, "Hey, I'm going to give you these boats in this order. Which one would you take?" Yeah, I mean, none of these boats I would be like, "I'm not going to paddle that." Honestly, yeah. they're they're all decent boats, but it's just unfortunate or or fortunate that some are way better than the others. That's just the way it is. All right, man. Let's start out with you. Want to start out with the the least favorite or the the most favorite? What do you think? Um, I say we do least favorite. That way, it's a build up to the best. Go backwards. <laughs> all right, man. Oh uh, gosh, so of the ones we've been over, I guess. Yeah. So yeah. this is all. This is all because so this is like. To... So we combining like all features. Yeah. Yes. Least to best boat. Yep. All right. Um, well, this is tough for me because I haven't paddled all of them, so I'm going to go based off of just perceptions on a couple of them, I guess you'd say. Yeah, because what, look, name what you have paddled. Um, let's see. Let me. I might have, might have to write this down just so I have it. I mean, I paddled the Gladiator at least on flat water. Let's see. Ripper, Goat, um, Rewind. And Antics too, right? Antics too. Yeah, so we've we've covered just for you guys. If you want to go over, I'll go over what we have covered on this show between these two podcasts. We've covered the Gladiator two, the Chili, the Antics two, the Party Brap, the Ripper, the Rewind, the Goat, and the Steez. All right, so Rewind, Goat, Ripper, Gladiator, Antics, Party Brap, and Steez. Am I missing any? And Chili. Yeah. And Chili. Okay. All right, so 
from least to greatest. I would have to say for for me, the Steves are probably at the bottom of the list, obviously, because I'm small. Have you paddled it? I haven't. I'm only talking about what you've paddled. For, for what I've paddled? Okay, yeah. So let me mark that off. Yeah, just just go on right off. now. Right now, you've paddled the Goat, okay. Rewind, Antics Two, and Gladiator. Sorry, sorry, misunderstood. And Ripper. All right, so Gladiator would be at the bottom for me. Okay. I mean, it's it's a bigger boat too, so I, it is what it is. Well, it's a bigger boat. I, the Gladiator is by far on the bottom for me too. Okay. Yep. Um. So next would be for me, Antics. Okay. So that'd be number. I have five on my list, I guess. So the antics would be number four. The Zet Kayaks Chili would be my my second guess, to least. I guess you have seven on yours. Yep. So you're gonna have to do like three in a row to catch up with me. And then my second least favorite is the Liquid Logic Party Brat. Sorry, Liquid Logic. Um, I say number. three. Three. This is a tough one. This is a tough one because it could go either way. Uh, I say number three. I'm gonna have to go Ripper. Okay. I'm gonna say my. So I. I I'm going. We're going backwards here. So out of seven, my. Or for me, it's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. It's eight for me. I'm gonna say number eight, the Gladiator. Number seven, the Zet Kayaks Chili. Number six, the Liquid Logic Party Brap. Number five, the Jackson Kayaks Antics 2. So you got to do four and three because you got to catch up with me. <laughs> number four, I've got to go with probably the GOAT on the, my number four. And number three, I'm going with the Steez. All right. So leaves number, two more, and yeah. for anybody that knows, knows what my top two are. Yeah, number two for me has got to be this is overall, um, just overall combining all facets. Number two is the goat. I know it didn't have much playability, but what it what it's it makes so up, good. <laughs> but what it makes up for me is just being able to run the shit and all the other things it does so well. So the um, the other goat's number two for me. Yeah. Number two for me, I, I actually have one and two are interchangeable in a tie. It's the Rewind and Ripper. I can't really decide on these two. I know it kind of sounds like maybe I don't know what I'm talking about, but I like both of these equally the same. They can interchange from any – it depends on what I'm paddling. If it's bigger volume, flowy stuff, Ripper all day. Creek volume to even big volume, Rewind. So the Rewind might barely edge out the Ripper, barely, but not by much. So I'll cover my top boats right now. I'm going to say, number one, I'm going to say Dagger Kayaks Rewind or Piranha Kayaks Ripper. And then number three would be the Goat Steez. I can kind of say they're about the same. I prefer the Steez over the Goat because it's a little more, like, bigger boat for me. That'd be my number three. Number four would be the Antics 2. Number five would be the Party Brap. Six would be, what am I missing here? Did I miss something? Six would be the Chili. Seven would be the Gladiator. And I think what I did was just because I said Goat and Steez, I tied them at like three. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
So I didn't. My number one, obviously, is left as a rewind, and that's just an overall best boat. I think. If that's you only, best. if if you could get one boat, like say this is your number one, what would it be? Yeah, yeah. Um, and oddly enough, the rewind's not in my garage, but that's because I have a. <laughs> well, that's because I have number one and number three. Yeah, I so have, I have, you're covered. I have the Ripper and Goat, so it kind of combines with the Rewind is about in my. So in my, start from the top: one, two, three, four, five. Uh, so Rewind number one for me: two Goat, three Ripper, four Antic, five Gladiator. That's fair. That's pretty. I I, I would agree with that. We we kind of see them about the same, and I think if you I like I said I can't wait to hear your opinion on the chili. You might rate it a little higher because you're going to be way lighter for it. So I'd like to hear your opinion on the chili. Yeah, that will come up for sure. Yeah. Um, well, that that's our that's pretty much a rundown. I don't know what else. Man, we we did a lot of coverage on the half slices. I don't want to hear any more shit about half slices. Actually, if you guys either. you guys comment if you got more <laughs> questions on the half the first, slices. The first comment is going to be, so what would you pick, the rewind or the ripper? <laughs> <laughs> I will. Uh, just on a closing note here, by the way, people. I reached out to Waka Kayaks. I reached out to the owner of Waka Kayaks. His name is Kenny Mutton. And Kenny's been designing for Ballistic Kayaks and Waka Kayaks. Him and Sam Sutton on Waka's. And I tried to get him to come on a podcast. He refuses. He does. He actually phone called me. We had about a 45-minute phone conversation. Let's talk about some plastic grab handles on Waka's. Well, Kenny kind of swayed me a little bit on the plastic grab handles. He still says, <laughs> this guy... Man, he stands firm on them. He, um, he's like, he's telling me, he's like, your boat's not made out of steel. Why would you put your handle out of steel? It's like he's just so funny to listen to this guy. He's like, he swears up and down that he wants a grab handle that bends before it breaks. He thinks if you put a hard grab handle and you pull on it, you're going to pull your insert out of your boat. But his handle will flex and pop in half, and then you just buy a new handle and put on there. He kind of has a point. He's, he kind of has a point on that. I've seen handles pull out of kayaks before. But when it comes down to safety, I still – I'm sorry, Kenny. I got to disagree. I'm still saying I'd much rather have a metal grab handle. I don't think those plastic handles are going to work. But it hey, is what it is. They're still selling freaking wakas left or right. They've got no wakas. problems selling wakas. Those yeah. containers sell before the shipments even hit. Just ask Steve-O at Kaleva. Yeah, I have an extra Waka goat just sitting there yeah, just because. You just, yeah, you, you got two of them. That's right. I need to open that and just have a freshy video. Who Everybody likes a good opening video. Do an unboxing of the, um, yeah, the, the Waka goat. Yeah. Well, man, that's all we got on the, do you have anything else? What do you guys, you got anything going on? What else you got? I mean, I, like I said, uh, I, I have an update video coming soon, so check that out on, um, on youtube i just update all my thoughts on the code and give you some updates on what the boats i'm getting scorch x small scorch oh, Waka, i can't wait to hear your opinion on that. all three of those i got in order so they should be here shortly um and then let's see yeah shout out to my buddies the bandits you know who you are and my og kayaking <laughs> crew and who's that who were we talking about the other day pops Good old Pops. Pop, Pop. We ran into Pops on the golly, so shout out to our buddy Pops. He's actually a local down here close to me. He's a Long Creek local. He runs the um, 
the the shuttle. So if you guys need a if you two if you're if you're a bunch of weak I'm not going to say the b word, but if you're a bunch of a weaklings and you can't paddle a lake out of section four, Matt still needs to come do section four. But I tell you what, pops, me and me and Matt's going to get your shuttle. So pops will come and pick you up and pull you across the lake. So shout out to pops there. Um, yeah, who else? Who else we got? Uh, shout out wise, let's see. Uh, Sean, well, Sean is it Sean Meister? He always watches. Yeah, channel. Sean, he's he's a good guy, man. He's always opinionated. And Kevin, good old Kevin Hill, our P and W guy, man, he goes in. Hey, Kevin, pick this podcast apart if you can. If you made it this far, Kevin, I'd like to hear what you have to say because he'll pick it apart. He's going to be he like – He does his research. I, pre- I appreciate that. Honestly, he watches the whole thing. and so. He's, he's going to come in. He's going to say, hey, hey, Wade, your audio was about three decibels too low. You need to up your audio. He'll have some, like, good des- – you know, good good job on him. I know – I know what's flowing well out there in the PNW. He's smiley, smoking a big bowl. No, he's probably hitting some daps. Shout out to uh, Stephen Legay and his son. His son had a first descent on the upper golly. I think he's only like, I don't know, 11 years old. So yeah, good cool. job. That's awesome. Yeah, he's from the Richmond, I think, Richmond area. So. Yeah, and hey, um, our buddy Jacob. So Jacob Simpson, he just oh, had yeah. a swim on the golly, by I the way. I saw that, and he had the – the cojones to go down the um, New River Gorge slide, all the steps. I've seen some gnarly crashes on that. Like, Woo. Entire, I, I've seen enti- I've seen entire shoulder blades and chest be ripped off right there. So, I gave him a pretty stern message back for doing that because not only is he ruining his half slice boat that's twenty two years old. Like, imagine how much life that took off of that dagger id. And for anybody that knows, the dagger ids are extremely hard to find, and it took him a while to find one. But then, like Matt said, the risk versus reward on doing that. Jacob, buddy, that was probably your worst. <laughs> that that looked brutal. <laughs> if he flips over on that bottom, dude, you're, you're literally, your entire, you'll be having, like, third-degree burns. on your Yeah, you might be in the intensive care with some, some bad, bad cuts. Also, Jacob Martin, I forgot. First uh, descent on the upper golly with me last weekend. He did great. Jacob, and I seen him out there running the marathon this weekend. Big shout out to the yeah. the, the hoopster. We call him he's, Hoops because he's got he's some He's only been paddling a year. I tell you, he's ripping it up. I'm actually going to get him on my Q&A pretty soon. We're going to do You got a Q&A? Now. What's the name of it? I haven't decided yet. I'm thinking like into the eddy line or stuck in a hole, something like, I don't know. I haven't decided fully. I like yet, it. <laughs> Something of that nature, but he's going to be my first guest, and we're going to talk about, like, progressing and kayaking. He's, he's been killing it, it. He's done it in such a short period of time, which is kind of cool. So, um, Yeah. So, that's some things to look forward to my channel. I almost got 300 subs, so I need two more people. Come on now. Yeah, and I, oh, another shout-out to my buddy, Kieran McKinley. Oh, I, yeah. I, I, don't know, I don't know how if I'm pronouncing his name right. He's a U.K. guy. And he follows a lot of our stuff. He loves just boat design and boats in general. Uh, I think it's Kieran. It's maybe. funny that the people who kind of follow us both, um, they both comment on both of us. I was trying to look up here and see if I had any others. Yeah, but those those are the one and, and you know, that's been, you know, the most active. And I really appreciate you guys because, hell, that's kind of like what we're doing is the subscribers out there, you know. Yeah, we like to see comments and stuff. It's, it's boring to, like, do a video and – Nobody gives crickets. a shit. Like, no one cares. <laughs> so, mean, hey, not, 
It's not for fame. It's for like, uh, I hope somebody comments and asks a question at least. Yeah, so you guys leave a comment on either me or Matt. Like, go over and check out his latest video of the half slices. And if you guys have comments on this, you know, feel free to leave all the comments you want and tell us kind of what we're doing wrong, what you like seeing. But, yeah, Matt, I think that's it. I think we've covered about everything else. Anything else you got going on? Anything else you want to cover? Not really. If you're in the Golly area next weekend, I'll be there. What, what are your plans? Let's talk about some plans we got coming up. I got the Golly. I got, uh, let's see, the week after that, I'll probably take off. Then the eighth weekend of the October 8th, uh, Chioa uh, Coey race. Then Wils, uh, Russell Fork, Russell Fork, Green, Green race. Hopefully the Tulu. Oh, man, let's look. Got I a lot really. Of busy weekend. You going to have some merch soon, by the way? Some, some stickers, some t shirts? Uh, hold on. <laughs> he can't. He can't. Uh, think. Think and type. I'm trying to see what's releasing next weekend. Um, next, we got two more weeks of September. Well, and then one more weekend of September. Look at you. We got. We got to Nada. We got to Cascades, man. Four twenty-five release. That's the big oh. water release. That's, when is that? That's uh, this weekend. Oh, my gosh. That's a shame I got to miss that one. Yeah, that'll be uh, Saturday. That'll be Sunday. There's the 425. So, see everybody out on the Cascades. Um, that's going to be – so, the Upper Nanny and the Cascades, for anybody that hasn't ran that run, should come and do that. And, hey, everybody, look at this. This is still on schedule. You know what that means. Can you see that, Matt? Oh, I can't wait. I haven't done the Tallulah. I'm I'm hoping it stays. Try to get that Sunday release, the 700 one. Chioa 10-9 or? It's every weekend in November for everybody listening. For all you guys listening, 925's Upper Natahala and the Cascades. Uh, on the 25th, it'll be 300 CFS from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Upper Nanny. Cascades 425. That's 125. And that means a lot on the Cascades. Let me tell you guys, on the Cascades, that 125 extra is a lot because it's a very narrow creek. I'm kind of sad I'm missing that one. Um, and that'll be from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. And then, just so you know, from 3 p.m. down, it drops to 250. And then in October, we got one more Chioa release. But that's the day of the Ocoee race, so I'll probably be racing for anybody who wants to come out and think they can beat me. Long boat or short boat, I do two classes, and I will do doubles. I'll do a tandem if somebody wants to race me in a tandem. Didn't we have a, didn't we have a bet on one of those races or something? I thought we were going to bet against each other. Uh, the loser has to eat one of those Tepec Takapo chips. Or no, whatever. I think we were just going to do a and a try to stump one another about a boat or something. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, who, who wants to see us do that hot chip challenge? Oh, the the what's the name of it? Pacaco, Pacaco, or something? Something like that. Ghost pepper chip. Uh, it sounds like bad heartburn for me. <laughs> um, yeah, and for everybody listening, so November the Tallulah re- release is still on right now, and I have not heard anything otherwise. So fingers crossed on that that we're going to get a Tallulah release this year. 
Um, yeah, you mentioned merch. So I'm, I'm working on some shuttle drive merch for anyone that's interested in that. I will have some merch. I've got a little merch account that I've started. I just need to put together a cool design. It'll be a front and back, and it will be some merch for anybody that wants it. I'll, um, I'll start dropping links, and I'll make an announcement kind of like different from the video. So, yeah, I will have stickers and hats and shirts um, and maybe something else. What about Speedos? I could do some speedos. I know I could, a lot of people would probably wear those. A G-string, a shuttle Jacob, drive. J Jacob, uh, hoop Jacob would definitely wear those. I know he'd probably wear one with he, the high and dry <laughs> hanging out. <laughs> well, see, that's that's one of the because what I want to do is on the back. I want to say I want to do like where's your high and dry or something like that, and do some funny <laughs> some funny shit on the back. <laughs> this is not going to be serious merch here, by the way. So <laughs> good luck to that. But um, yeah. Yeah, so hopefully, hopefully I can get that going soon. But it, you know, it's something that down the down the pike that I don't really sweat that much. But you guys leave in a comment if you think you would buy some shuttle drive merch. Yeah, let me know. It'll be the logo you see on this um, this this website on the uh, the thumbnail above. You'll see that. So yeah, that's pretty much all I got, man. I ain't got anything else. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. It's a it's, good podcast. Yeah. So this is long one. So let's um. Let's go ahead and end this now. So, yeah, I appreciate everybody for watching and listening. For all you guys on Spotify, um, iTunes, Google Podcasts, whatever, I appreciate you guys for listening in, and um, we will catch you guys next time. See you, man. See you all later. Peace. Bye.